Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630 The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're doing a show called Hear Your Kid. Yeah, you know, like many of our shows, this one came out of a parenting fail for me. I think that's like all of our shows. All of our shows. Parenting fails, marriage fail, friendship fail. Like we'll text, oh, each, show. We'll yeah. text, we'll text each other at like 2 a.m. I yeah. messed up so badly today. And then the other one's like, that's, that's a, a show. show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, Story of our um, lives. Yeah. So let me set this up for you guys. If, and if you guys follow me on my author page on Facebook, you've, you've heard a little bit of this story. I I totally messed up. And I, I literally did what I wrote a book about not doing. Yeah. You know, and it just makes you feel so icky and hypocritical inside, and we're all still learning. And, you know, I'm always like, avoid the lecture mode, avoid preacher mode, avoid crazy mom mode. And I just erupted in it. All of it. All of it. All of it. So we're, we're driving to school one day, and I'm with one of my children, and it's just this, this child and myself. And they are telling me something pretty serious, right, as they do often in the car. You know, I love that verse, Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7, talk on the go, right? Our our, our signature verse around here. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling very frustrated inside from the story that this kid was telling me. Mm -hmm. Because I could see an agenda being pushed on our kids. And Mm. I could see, like, manipulation happening. And... It just really bothered me. Yeah. And let me give you the backstory here. Um, I had been traveling a lot, speaking a lot. I was tired. Yeah. We were all kind of tired. Yeah. So that played into my response, I believe. Yeah. The other part of it was I had been doing a lot of research for work around mm-hmm. this issue. Yeah, so your headspace was already Well, there. and I had been seeing a lot of the really extreme stuff that's mm-hmm. happening in this kind of thing, in this space. So I was getting super defensive. Yeah. And instead of controlling those emotions, mm-hmm. um, this kid said one thing, and it just triggered. <laughs> and I just went lecture, preacher, crazy mode. Yeah. And I was saying why it was wrong and da 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 all the research. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. spouting it off, right? Mm-hmm. And... About 10 minutes go by. (laughs) (laughs) The road trip is over. Like like we're finally pulling in to the school. And I kind of got tired of hearing myself. (laughs) Like we're finally pulling in. And this kid looks at me. And the kid says, can I finish what I was saying? Oh, yeah. If your kid ever says that to you, you know you have literally hijacked the entire conversation. Yes, I have heard that more I than mean, once. I yes. Heard I heard it and I, I just fell inside. Like yes. like I, my face, like I was like, oh no, I've totally messed this up. Mm-hmm. And the kid got out of the car and, you know, we didn't really have, I didn't get any information about how it affected her. Mm-hmm what her opinion was, Mm -hmm. what she saw happening. Mm -hmm. Like, I should have, if I was wise and followed my own advice, (laughs) 
I would have asked questions to see like how this affected her and yeah. was she seeing the manipulation involved in this or yeah. was she seeing how an agenda was being pushed mm-hmm. and then I could do a lot of research on like where her headspace was and mm-hmm. know what kind of conversations to have <laughs> but I missed all of that yeah well, it's you want to say do. something to comfort me at this point? Kim? I know like, you failed. Something like, like <laughs> I failed too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just enjoying Debbie this moment. De- I- I'm that kind of good friend. No, I'm just thinking about how many times I've done that, and how many times we all do that because we're human, and even as much as we know what to do, and we know how fruitful it is for our relationship in our home when we do the right thing. When our guard is down, when we're tired, when we're in that space, in that moment, and we're vulnerable, we mess up. No yeah. matter your bandy majors, you know, speaking on the stage about it all the time, everyone messes up. And I feel like this should be a comfort to all of us. Well, it's a reminder. You don't put people on pedestals. People aren't perfect. Pastors are going to fail. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're, they're preaching one thing on Sunday, but absolutely. They're, they're struggling. Yes. And and it's one thing we we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be two-faced. Absolutely. But we should be humble enough to say, oh my gosh, yes. I messed this up. Well, and, and it is just a reminder. I just had a mom yesterday say, man, how do you get it right every time with your kid? And I was like, <laughs> Let me send her some of your screenshots. On your Thank show. you. Thank you. I, you know, I laughed hysterically and I was like, sister, let me just encourage you. <laughs> I get it right on occasion. The fact is, though, that I, my heart is to get it right every time. Yes. It's a heart issue. My desire is to be in that space to create open communication every time. But I still mess up, and so will you, and it's okay. It's about the circle back, which is what we're going to talk on today. Yeah, I had a mom recently at an event come up to me, and she says, I've read your book. It's great. It's helped me so much. Um, why do your kids always do what they, you say for them the right to thing. do? Yes. And I, I again, I laughed, yeah. too, and I hugged her, and I said, listen, there were a lot of stories I wanted to share in my book about my kids and how they messed up, mm-hmm. and my kids weren't comfortable with me sharing those. <laughs> don't tell the bad stories. And so I couldn't, yeah. and I said, I don't want it to ever come across that way. Like, yeah. everybody in my home makes mistakes all day long. Mm. We're, we're all learning, mm-hmm. you know, but I, it, it is, again, that heart of humility, just yeah. like you said. Just we're trying to get it right, and we're we're open to the fact of the Holy Spirit showing us when we get it wrong. Like yes. we we want like I like that conviction actually me because too. it helps me be better. Absolutely. So I don't want to leave everybody hanging. So what did I do yes. to fix this situation? Yes. Right? Did so, you fix it? Well, I'm happy to report it's been awesome, mm. but it took a lot of prayer because in that moment. I I remember driving out of the school feeling so deflated, mm. feeling like a hypocrite. Mm. And I literally could hear God speaking in my heart, saying to me, you did not create a culture of open communication like I'm telling you to create from Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7. Mm-hmm. You shut all that down. Mm-hmm. So I need you to fix this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how to do it. So the first thing I did once I got home And I had prayed all the way home about this whole situation. Like, how am I going to repair this damage? Um, The first thing I did was I texted this child. And I said, I'm so sorry. I overreacted. I should have listened better. I'm so sorry. And the child, you know, sent some emojis back. Like, it's okay. Love you. Whatever. (laughs) Right? Hearts and kisses. Yes. 
And so my next step, though, was praying for the right time to circle back. Because we always say circle back and apologize and have a good face-to-face. And I also wanted to explain to her, like, why I was in that space. Even though it didn't excuse it, I wanted her to see, like, how Satan had brought it to this point where Mm -hmm. I then let emotions take over. Mm -hmm. And so um, a couple weeks went by, and I kept praying for that right time, and there was no time. Mm -hmm. Like, so busy, right? So many activities. I just want to say really quick here that sometimes we try to force the circle back. Yeah. And and then it's awkward or it's not the right time. It's not the and they're not receptive. And they're not receptive. And so I love that you're saying you prayed for God to create that space for the right time because it's really crucial. Well, and I asked you to pray. Yeah, Do you I remember? Did. I, I, I sure texted, did. you know, my closest friend Kim yes. and I said I just need you to pray for me to have this right time mm-hmm. with this kid because I need to have some good conversations to repair this. Yeah. So God is good because when you pray for something, it's not always answered right away. And I was getting a little like, oh, am I ever going to be able to circle (laughs) back here? But there was this moment that opened up where we had to drive separate to an event from our other family because Mm -hmm. of a timing issue. Mm -hmm. And it opened up two hours in the car. Yes. Yes. And so, and this kid was chatty Mm. and they were in the mood to Mm. talk and they were telling me all this stuff that was happening at school and I was like I think it's the time right (laughs) and so I explained everything we went in we had some great conversations and this child was very receptive and kind of understood I even pulled up some of the research and I was like this is why I was so angry about the situation you know because I'm seeing this and I know this is an extreme case but this is happening right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I was showing her all of this and um It just worked out really good. And then what was super cool is a couple weeks later, this kid came back with the same issue and was opening up to me again. So I knew I had, I knew I hadn't shut it all down. Yes. And, and when this kid came back to me and she started talking to me again, I was like, oh my gosh, I fixed it. Like, like God repaired that for us. And I think that's just so important. Well, yeah, because if you, like, rewind back to the day when it happened, if you had allowed I'm thinking to... This kid's never going to open yeah, up never going to open up. I've shut it down. And you live in that space of failure, and you never, you decide not to circle back, all this you would have missed. Well, it just tells the kid, like, it's too it's much drama. A, it's too much. Yes. She, she's just going to go into lecture mode. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. And you would have thought, I have failed and it's over. And you would have never circled back and repaired the relationship. And so, so many lessons out of this one story that I love about really hearing your kid. James one nineteen. Uh, one of my favorites. Yes. You know, we want to go into lecture mode, but God is saying, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. So hard to do. But so powerful in our family when we actually do it. I mean, people don't think of that as a parenting verse. Oh, that's on. a parenting that's verse. That's a parent. That's Quick a life to listen, verse. Slow to speak, slow to get angry. Yeah. And it's hard to do, especially when you're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot of shows on being overscheduled and over it and being mm-hmm. too busy in this mm-hmm. in this crazy world. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes our patience so low. And I'm seeing that. The more I'm stretched thin, yes. my response is is worse. Yes. It's not as good as it should be. If you're just not tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. 
Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the Pax Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's Pax Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through Pax Financial Group. So we got to be good listeners. I just was real vulnerable. Hey, we did a show on vulnerability. We too. sure did. That's important, <laughs> right? Um, but I really did mess up, mm-hmm. and I learned a lot in circling back and apologizing, mm-hmm. and how it repaired the relationship. And I just encourage you. I, we're all going to mess up, but mm-hmm. you know, have that vulnerability to circle back and apologize. It, what God can do with that, it, I just think is really cool to see and learn from. So and today we're talking about listening to your kid and really hearing your kid. And that's a great example. That whole story is a great example of how we might be triggered by something quickly and we go into lecture mode and we go into crazy mode. And so we don't hear what they actually have to say. But there's other ways that we get thrown off track and we don't hear our kid. Yes. Big one for me is multitasking. And I will be completely transparent here. I used to take say multitasking was like a badge of honor. Like I took it on as like a prideful thing. Like I can multitask like nobody's business. I can do it all and I can do it well. And I didn't realize till later in life that that was such a total lie that I had believed from like from Satan. Like yeah. seriously. I thought I was doing all these things well and I was really doing nothing well. And it affected me most in my relationship with my husband and my kids because I'm trying to multitask and doing all these things and I can't really hear you if my focus is diverted to five other things at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's something especially moms struggle with because we have so much on our shoulders and we're trying to do dinner. We're trying to work. We're trying to you know, answer the phone call, all the things happening, you know, the kid tugging at you and then your kid asks a serious question or wants to tell you a story and you're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, yes, you know, all the things. And they know that you're not hearing them. They know that you're not really receiving the information and it just shuts them down. Well, again, I have another story here because, you know, I messed up a lot here. But with my son, (laughs) this happened a couple years ago and he was doing homework at the island and I was, you know, dinner, unloading dishwasher, Facebooking, all the things, right? All of it. And um, he was asking me how to spell a word. Like, can you help me spell this word? Mm-hmm. And I remember him just saying it over and oh, you know how that like oh, yeah. on repeat. And you're like, stop. And I'm trying to like group text over yeah. here. Like, I'm know. trying to be funny. And I think it was a work <laughs> issue. I really do think it was yeah. something critical, yeah. if I remember correctly. But still. Yeah. And I remember saying, Baba, give me a minute. Yeah. And, like, everything got silent, mm-hmm. and, like, I could see this the change of his face. Mm-hmm. Like, I had just crushed it, yeah. right? Just crushed his little spirit. Yeah. 
And um, I remember looking at him, and I was so disappointed in myself. I just grabbed the dog leash and went outside because I couldn't even, like, I had to pray about it. Like, I had to be like, what do I do now, right? And again, it was the circle back, but it was right then that moment. I I spent a couple minutes walking the dog out front, Mm. praying, like, Lord, oh, my goodness, I really just messed this up. But I was multitasking, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to do too much at once. Mm -hmm. So I remember going back in that night, and I apologized. Mm -hmm. And I said, from now on, this is my rule for me. When you're doing homework, I'm not going to have my phone anywhere yeah. anywhere around me because yeah. that's not fair to you. Like, I'm setting all these guidelines for him to follow, yeah. and I'm not modeling it. Yeah. And it was I was being a bad example. I was not present. I was not hearing him. He just needed me to help him with his homework. Yeah. And I'm over here, you know, being crazy mom. Yeah. Well, it's easy to go there. And I think it's important here to set a parameter around this because it's easy for us to, like, beat ourselves up. Yeah. And so I know for us, you know, my three kids have nine million stories all day long, constantly. Because they're smaller. Because they're younger. Yes. And they don't recognize what's happening around them. Like, I could be on the phone having a work conversation and they'll be like, I have to tell you about this new Pokemon, like right now. Yeah. And so I think it's really important when you feel like you're in that space and you do want to hear your kid, that you learn how to explain to them, I want to hear you. This is important to me. Let me end this conversation and then I can give you all of my attention. And that has been really life changing for me because there's always so much going on. And it's okay to have a work issue or it's okay to be cooking dinner. Obviously, it's okay to be focused on something or even multitasking if it's appropriate. But not going into crazy mom mode and not pretending to hear, I think, is the deal. Well, and I think think this is a great point. I think as moms of younger kids, too, where you are, um, also helping your kid – filter out like when you need to interrupt mom and dad and when you don't need to interrupt because there are some emergencies that you need to absolutely even if you're on a work call yes they need to interrupt you like if brother is bleeding in the hallway yes you need to be interrupted right i actually had one kid with poop in his hand once (laughs) i needed to be interrupted he was like mom 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 i'm like Wow, I don't, there is poop in your hands. This is why I say I love having 500 teenagers. I, yes. I would have started throwing up right there. I mean, it's like, you know, sometimes it is an emergency that you don't expect or know how to deal with. But you're teaching your kids that filter, I think. I think that's important. Well, yeah, because I, I used to fly off the handle and be like, I say the same thing. Baba, <laughs> stop or give me a minute. And so now I just stop what I'm doing. I turn quietly and say... What you have to say is so important to me. Let me finish this first. Yeah. And I think that creates that space for them that what that I, I want to hear them. It's just not the right time. So as a mom of older kids, another thing that really I've noticed lately, especially because I have a teenager mm. and adults will come up and talk to her and ask her questions. Yes. Listen, parents, don't interrupt your kid. <laughs> I found myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll finish the sentence for her because I'll hear an adult ask her a question and she's not really answering the question. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, want to get in there and answer the question for her. That's not just a teenager. That's bad. It's bad and it's all ages. Don't interrupt. Like, mm-hmm. let your husband, let your let your kids finish their, their thoughts, their sentences. You don't need to. And sometimes we just think that we know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. Because we like, oh, we know them so well. So mm-hmm. we just like finish it. And mm-hmm. then they look at you and they're like, that's not what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, just 
stop interrupting because it just tells your kid they're not hearing me mm -hmm. or their words aren't even important. That's what we're telling our kids. I'm so glad that you made this point also about hearing our kids because this was made really, um, it just really came to light for me one day in my front yard. My neighbor, she has two boys and she, um, one of her boys loves to talk to adults, but he really takes his time when he's yeah. telling a story. Yeah. Or when he's answering a question. That This is me, and I kind of want to rush him along because yes. I, I don't want to take up this person's time. Yes. Yes, this is so, what I do. Yes, and so yes. I do it too. And I, I'm telling you, it was like the Holy Spirit was like, I want you to watch this. And I'm in the yard with her, and I ask a question, and her son is responding to me. And, I mean, I have my purse. I'm clearly like, I got to go. And she never, over the years that I've known her, almost six years now, never – interrupts her son and allows him to finish his thought and it has made a huge impression on me yeah. because she will not rush him along she won't finish the story for him which is so good as yes. a mom that's a i'm bad at that well, that's like, I how i realized how neighbor. bad i was because i was like wanting to interrupt for her and he's not even my son i wanted to be like okay yes and then yeah the dog ran over there and it was so funny okay i gotta so go we by. need to go to your neighbor so she can teach us some things yes. because that is she got i am it. finding myself doing that well i do it with my kids especially my quiet kid because he will answer slowly yes and i want to they're rush more him analytical on. yeah he needs so to think thinking, it through yes. as he's in that but that's part of growing up he needs that space to do that and i will finish his sentence yeah and it has affected him so much now that he won't even say anything and so when i had that moment in the yard like oh my gosh i have done this i have finished his sentences for so many years as a little kid that now he's uncomfortable responding to adults at all. So did you circle back and apologize? Oh, my goodness. I did. And I, was, I had to say, bub, your words and thoughts are valid and important. And mom is always rushing and trying to finish things. And that's not okay. Yeah. And he totally understood and was kind, as most kids are. They're gracious when you circle back. But it just hurt me deeply that I had done it for so long that it affected him seriously in that way. Yeah. So – your kids need to know that it, what they have to say is important, that we're willing to hear them, even if it takes time. Don't interrupt. Yeah. I, I, I've just noticed myself doing this more and more and more, and we got to be careful with it because it really does tell them nobody wants to hear me. Yeah. Not even my mom wants to hear me, right? Yes. We don't want to send that message. So I kind of want to, you know, we've been saying circle back a lot. I kind of want to circle back to this main story that we opened with, you know, when I totally messed up here, yeah. which was kind of the idea for the show. Um, I've learned a really cool thing through this. Okay. So one of the conversations when we circled back and had some good conversation was me telling this child, listen, because this was an agenda being pushed on my kid. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Yeah. Right. I got defensive. I was able to tell her how important it is that she hears God's voice over anyone else's. Mm. I said, not mine, not coach, not a pastor, not a teacher. They're all going to get it wrong because mm -hmm. they're people mm -hmm. and we fail. Mm -hmm. We, we misstep, we say the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And so we had this beautiful conversation about how hearing God's voice. And I just thought it was just like a moment because mm. here it was about like, God was teaching me to hear my kid. Right. And now he's showing me, Okay, but really, 
Like, I need your kid to just hear me. Mm, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it was just a moment, and I thought, Lord, the God, he answered my prayers. Like, yeah. he showed me this new thing because I was willing to admit my mistakes and be, humble myself and walk through this. Yeah. Do the hard work. Do the hard work. It, and it is hard work. Talking with our kids, hearing them, understanding their culture, all the things that we have to do to fight for them and equip them to be a light in this world is hard. It's not easy. And when we really hear them, we truly hear them, then we earn the right to speak truth into them like this. Hey, I have a strong opinion on this, but at the end of the day, it's really what God is saying to you that's important. That's, that's where we want to be. That's where we get to be if we can be transparent and be willing to say sorry. Well, and being modeling those traits of yeah. humility and yeah. transparency. I mean, that's Jesus. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. He modeled humility. I mean, mm -hmm. he came and there was no room for him at the end. He left kingdom like yeah. where everybody worshipped him all day long yeah. and came in in this humble way yeah. as a baby there wasn't room for him in the end yeah and I just think that's a picture of how we're supposed to be as parents with that humility and how we're supposed to approach our kids so hearing them is like the first step but it opens up conversations about who they need to hear and I think that's like you said the bottom line the important part of this whole conversation is yes we need to hear them and teach them what that looks like but it points them to Jesus at the end of the day. And that's really what everything we do here is all about at Next Talk, pointing our kids back to Jesus, the real truth and the real answer. So as a wrap up today, one, avoid lecture mode. We have to learn to be a good listener. Mm. Two, don't interrupt. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> that was good, Kim. That was good. And three, Teach your kids to hear God's opinion louder than anyone else's. It's a full circle moment about hearing. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?